Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Coming to a city near you soon. The Tokyo Toilet Shuttle Tour. Man, if I was thinking about going to Tokyo, I would definitely do this. The Tokyo Toilet Shuttle Tour is operated by rideshare company near me. It's a four-hour-long tour of all 17 toilet or a two-hour-long tour divided into east and west which guides restroom enthusiasts, and I didn't know that was a thing, but restroom enthusiasts, uh, it guides them through what are referred to as the symbols of Japan's world-renowned hospitality culture. During the tour, or after, you'll never have to worry about finding a public restroom in Tokyo again. So Japan's public restrooms have an international reputation for being clean and well-maintained. Okay. And uh, apparently, uh, that's not good enough. Uh, We have a uh, foundation that's embarked on an initiative called Tokyo Toilet. They brought together some of the biggest names in architecture and design to renovate 17 public restrooms all throughout the area and now that all of them are complete a new tour promises an in-depth exploration into the crossroads of public hygiene and architecture and man if there was ever a reason to go to tokyo this would be it welcome welcome to chewing the fat We have a date for trial. Yes, we have a date for trial. In New Mexico, uh, July 9th is when the trial is set to begin, uh, and then it will run through July 19th. It says here in the story that uh, it was going to begin on July 9th with the trial set to begin on July 10th. So I guess they plan on just a day picking the jury okay let's see if we can do that what trial am i referring to well i'm referring to the trial of alec baldwin so he faces charges of involuntary manslaughter he has entered a not guilty plea that not guilty plea was entered the day before he was scheduled to be arraigned uh, and charged. He was uh, indicted by a grand jury and was the one who pulled the trigger in the Hutchins shooting. So he is going to go on trial for the shooting death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. If convicted, he could face up to 18 months in prison. And uh, I, I just I just don't see this happening. I mean, they talked about how the gun wouldn't fire and then they rebuilt it and now it fires because they rebuilt it. It's not the same gun. okay? I don't I'm not a big fan of Alec personally, but I you know I love a lot of his work 
and uh, I don't know how this movie is going to pan out. They're done filming it. I don't know if we'll ever see it, the Rust movie. But uh, we'll see. The trial right now is for Hannah Gutierrez Reed, the firearms uh, expert, the the armorer of the uh, of the movie set. Uh, that trial is going on right now. So we'll see uh, what happens. It is uh, fascinating that this is still ongoing. They dropped the charges, or they dropped uh, what they said were the charges earlier, and now they, uh, you know, brought the charges back thanks to the grand jury. Uh, which you know, okay, we got it. So we'll see what happens in New Mexico of uh, the first part of July, starting July 9th, and it's supposed to go for uh, ten days in new mexico and we'll see what happens it'll be a fascinating trial uh and i can't wait to watch it and we'll see exactly what happens to alec baldwin speaking of trials i see where wayne lapierre the former head of the nra the national rifle association was found uh, liable and he has to pay uh, $4.3 million in damages for mismanagement and misspending charitable funds. The panel also found that the group's former CEO, Wilson Phillips, should pay back $2 million for breaching his fiduciary duties as an executive. And of course, uh, she, she, the Attorney General of New York, Letitia James, uh, called the jury's decision against the powerful National Rifle Association and his top executives a major victory. Yeah, okay. Uh, was it, though? Now, Wayne, uh, the horrible things that he did with his money. <laughs> uh, so between 2004 and 2017, he spent nearly $275,000 on suits from a luxury Beverly Hills boutique. Okay, so he bought suits. Now, the guy was on TV, and he's out promoting. Is he supposed to wear cut-off jeans and a T-shirt? I, I don't think so. He said that the suits were just costumes I wore on TV, but, you know, they were expensive ones. And then he, then he purchased uh, Italian food. He testified that he didn't drink and didn't smoke, but he certainly knew how to pay the tab. So he spent $5,398.18 at the Landini Brothers restaurant, commonly referred to as a Landini's by the defendants. It's an Italian restaurant in Alexandria, Virginia. All right. Uh, he didn't have a great time, but he put the bill for everyone. He also spent money on travel. He spent nearly $250,000 on flights around the world, including Italy, Budapest, Bahamas, and the biggest little city in the world, Reno, Nevada. His NRA paid vacations also sounded lush. They sounded lush. He spent $107,620 for a vacation to the Bahamas in 2016. And there he stayed on a super yacht. That bastard with a personal chef and a personal watercraft. Yeah, that's what happens when you rent the super yacht. You get the chef and you get the watercrafts. I mean, that's just amazing to me all right so then he was uh found uh liable for using the nra's uh money uh for he billing the organization for a number of pricey gifts including a 1260 dollars handbag and an 860 dollars in candlesticks from bergdorf goodman's there was also fitness gear including a 400 dollars in fitbits for friends and families. <laughs> what a horrible human being. And uh, the worst of all is that he spent $810 on 
on a mosquito control package for his home in 2017. That bastard. He said that uh, he noticed his security staff was getting eaten alive by mosquitoes and they'd be out there all night. So I needed to have a mosquito control package for my home. But no, you can't be doing that with NRA money, Wayne. So he has to pay back, uh, I guess, for all of that is the $4.3 million and the CFO is going to have to pay $2 million for breaching his fiduciary duties. Uh, So congratulations to New York, man. You have put down a criminal. Speaking of criminals, in Massachusetts, a man faces criminal charges after allegedly being found, well, he was found, uh, in possession of crack cocaine and a U.S. Army rocket launcher which were both inside his vehicle, located in a Sutton Hotel parking lot. Now, the Sutton Police Department in Massachusetts announced the discovery in a Facebook post, saying the findings should be posted under the title, You Found What? So according to police, one of the department's detectives was conducting surveillance on a suspicious vehicle parked in the side lot of a Red Roof Inn off Route 146. Now, I'm not sure if the Red Roof Inn off Route 146 is a place where, you know, things happen uh, normally that are illegal, but that's good that the police are there, uh, you know, conducting surveillance on a vehicle parked in a side lot at the Red Roof Inn off Route 146. So, uh, after some time, according to the story, the detective approached the vehicle and spoke to the lone occupant sitting in the driver's seat, who was identified as Harvey Johnson Jr. of Spencer, Massachusetts. As the two spoke, the detective saw items typically used in connection to narcotics use, though police did not specify what types of materials were spotted. So because of that, uh, the detective continues his, his investigation and located the M190 U.S. Army rocket launcher inside Johnson's vehicle. Now, he didn't have any rockets. He just had the rocket launcher. So, I, you know, they're all happy that they found this rocket launcher. But they also said, well, we found a small amount of crack cocaine in the car, too. So we've seized the items and charged Johnson with possession of crack cocaine and possession of an incendiary device. So we don't know if the rocket launcher works, if it was just a show rocket launcher, or if it was, you know, a real rocket launcher, I guess could be the thing. I'm, I'm, I guess we're supposed to be thankful that they found this rocket launcher. I'm not an attorney, but if I were an attorney for Harvey Johnson Jr., I would say... My client can't just sit in a parking lot without you coming in up and questioning him. And then you claim to have seen items typically used in connection to narcotics, although you didn't specify what types of materials they were. Uh, I would say that that search was... uh, Unwarranted, But that, again, is just me. And we all should be thankful that we have this rocket launcher off the streets. When 
you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you didn't already know this, some of the best soap on the market today is made from goat milk. Raw goat milk makes uh, Quinn Pittman's soap special. It's creamy, soft, with a rich, sudsy lather. All the essential proteins and nutrients are preserved in the goat milk soap and delivered in a finished bar of real soap. Old school, hand poured, made from scratch. And if you are unaware, uh, old school means the soap uh, cleans while moisturizing in a way most commercial bars simply don't. And that's by design. Uh, And that's their way of making you buy more of their products. Huh. Weird how that happens, isn't it? Well, listen, Quinn Pittman, my man, the Goat King, found that out at an early age, and he's been making it from his own herd of goats ever since. And with the help of his parents, he started Quinn's Goat Soap, and today they ship out amazing soaps all over the country. Smells amazing, feels great on your skin. Quinn and his family are very proud of their product. Uh, So am I. But it doesn't just stop at soap for your skin. Quinn's company also makes amazing laundry soap, which will leave your clothes clean and smelling fresh. I mean, why use harsh detergents on your clothes when you could be using something natural and handmade? Duh. It's time to take your soap game to the next level because why are you settling for anything less than the best? Go to qpgoatsoap.com. qpgoatsoap.com. When you're done with your order, use the offer code Jeffy. You're going to get 10% off your total order. QPGoatSoap.com Good news uh, from casinos. Good news from casinos. They won $66.5 billion in 2023. Uh, That's their best year ever. Uh, New figures from the gambling industry's uh, America's commercial casinos won more than $66 billion for, uh, from gamblers in 2023. Congratulations to U.S. casinos. So, <laughs> that's 10% higher than 2022, which was a record-setting year. So we don't. Those are just uh, those aren't tribal-owned casinos. All right, those numbers are released separately later this year, and they're expected to show that overall casino gambling brought in close to 110 billion dollars in U.S. casino operations in 2023. Now, this particular story uh, from ABC News talks about how this all happened in a year in which inflation while receding, still kept things like grocery and energy costs higher than they had been. Yeah, okay, I know this happened uh, in a year in which inflation uh, did not recede. I know it while receding. It hasn't receded in my neighborhood, but maybe it has in yours, and I don't know what I'm talking about. But uh, traditional casino experience to online options, American adults... uh, Demand for gaming is at an all-time high. Could it be that everything is so expensive that we still have a little hope of winning some money? I know the odds are forever in your favor. Are they? 
but uh, you know we still have a we still have that hope that we want to win something big. I know I do. I mean that's that's why I play the lotto, right? I mean with no winner last night in a Powerball, and the new jackpot is four hundred and twelve million dollars for tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday, February 28th. So if you're listening live, today is the 27th of February, 2024. The cash value of the Powerball is $195.5 million. And then tonight, we have the Mega Millions drawing where the jackpot is $563 million, $265.4 million cash payout. So good luck. And that's, you know, that's our hope. That's the hope that we have to, to win it. Am I right? Of course I am. So Nevada remains the nation's top gambling market with $15.5 billion in revenue. Pennsylvania is second, $5.86 billion, followed closely by Atlantic City at $5.77 billion. New York, uh, then Michigan, then Ohio, then Indiana, then Louisiana, then Illinois. And then New York had 4.71 million, Michigan over three, Ohio over three, Indiana 2.82, Louisiana 2.69, Illinois 2.52 in the billions, okay? So people are still gambling. 35 states that have commercial casinos, 31 saw revenue increase last year. The only declining states were Florida, which were down 0.4%, Indiana was uh, down, ooh, 2.3%. And Mississippi was down 3.5%. Wow. Uh, The sports betting only market in Washington, D.C. had more significant decline. Yeah, the sports betting is huge and people like it, but they still like to go to the casinos. And the sports betting isn't available all over the country yet. I mean, it generated $10.92 billion last year. But uh, Americans legally wagered, I guess, $119.4 billion on sports, which was up from last year. So there's five new sports betting markets that became operational last year. Kentucky, Maine, Massachusetts, Nebraska, and Ohio. Seems weird not to have some states where you can't bet on sports online. Really strange to me. But, you know, so be it. If your state doesn't want to have online betting, then don't have online betting. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. So yesterday was a big day for Kevin Costner. I saw he was promoting his new movie franchise that he has coming out. Horizon, an American saga. So it's a new adventure drama that takes us back to the wild, wild west during the Civil War or just after the Civil War. It's got two release dates and it's being released in two parts. The first chapter will be released in theaters on June 28th and the second will make its uh, debut on August 16th. And I think I remember reading where there was three or four parts to this saga of the horizon american saga so i mean the trailer was i don't know two or three minutes long looked really good uh it's a it's a multifaceted chronicle covering the civil war expansion and settlement of the american west yeah it uh 
Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's, let's see. Uh, great tradition. Okay. Horizon American Saga explores the lure of the Old West and how it was won and lost through the blood, sweat, and tears of many. Spanning the four years of the Civil War, 1861 to 1865, Costner's ambitious cinematic adventure will take audiences on an emotional journey across the country at war with itself. Okay, so this is actually before 1863, which is uh, the Taylor Sheridan. Now, I will say that a lot of what I saw looks like Taylor Sheridan's show. So that's maybe why Kevin and Taylor were at odds for Yellowstone, because <laughs> Kevin was making this and uh, Taylor was out making his other shows, which was a lot like what Kevin wanted to do with Horizon and an American Saga. I don't know that. I'm just guessing because a lot of what I saw in the trailer of Horizon and American Saga looked like a Taylor Sheridan show. And Kevin probably does not like to be told that. Good luck, though. I, uh, good luck, though. I'm looking forward to it. I'll be happy to watch it. No problem. Maybe not at the theaters. I might wait for that, uh, you know, release where I can watch it at my house. You never know, though. You never know. I might go to the theater because you want to see it on the big screen. You want to experience Horizon, the Un-American saga on the big screen. So maybe I go there and watch it at the theater. Maybe. Speaking of movies, though, I see where the Oscars, uh, I'm sorry, the Board of Governors of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences uh, revealed that there's going to be a new category for the Oscars in 2026 now, uh, which will be the 98th Academy Awards. And you think to yourself, boy, what could the new uh, award be? Well, the new award is going to be for achievement in casting. <laughs> <laughs> now i'm a fan i'm a fan uh, casting directors you know they play an essential role in filmmaking and as the academy evolves we're proud to we're proud to add casting to the disciplines that we recognize and celebrate that was academy uh, ceo bill kramer and academy president janet yang in a combined statement and they wanted to congratulate the casting directors branch members on this exciting milestone and for their commitment and diligence throughout this process so we have to wait until 2026 to find out who are the best casting directors uh in the in the academy so man i don't know that i can wait i don't know that i can wait i mean i'll have to but it'll be tough i'll just i'll just muddle through as best i can be sure to follow me on my social media accounts uh, on x at jeffy jfr uh, facebook and instagram is jeff fisher radio you can follow me on youtube chewing the fat with jeff fisher you can always email the show chewing the fat at theblaze.com i got an email from tom a listener to chewing the fat and a thank you tom and and you're welcome a thank you and you're welcome all wrapped up in one Tom wants to know that uh, he was thanking CTF, this show, that captures the zeitgeist of our world. He's correct. Uh, I heard you talking about Ozempic last year, and since you th so thoroughly cover all your stories, you mentioned the parent company, Novo Nordisk. I had never heard of that company before you mentioned their name on CTF in conjunction with the weight loss drug craze. I thought to myself, if I'm hearing their name on Jeffy's podcast, that must mean that it's a pretty big deal. 
Thank you, Tom. You are 100% correct. The next day, I bought some stock in Novo Nordisk. And I have to say thank you because my position is now up 37%. You are welcome. I mean, I don't want to give, I'm not giving financial advice. Believe me, I am not giving financial advice. But uh, thank you for being a loyal listener. And uh, listen, you can't, you know, if you just direct message me on any of my social media accounts, I'll give you a, you know, PayPal and you can just, you know, transfer some money in there. Uh, no problem. Oh, wait, you're just saying that if I ever, you know, come through your city, you're going to treat me to a Chick-fil-A. Well, I mean, if that's all you can offer, then that's what I'll do. 37% though. So that's pretty good. So anyway, thanks for listening, Tom. And, uh, you know, congratulations. There's plenty of, I tell you, if I were in a position where I had extra money, uh, where I could, uh, you know, invest, there are plenty of companies that I see in my stories that I would invest in. So if you, like Tom, listen to a lot of stories uh, that I do on Chewing the Fat, you'll notice that uh, these some of them are pretty new companies and they are going to explode. And when they do, you, like Tom, could have your position grow 37% or more. Now, I'm not a financial advisor and I don't recommend do, following me and doing that, but if you were to do that, you know, you might make some money. For example, if someone had invested in NVIDIA, Uh, the chip maker, which uh, surpassed a $2 trillion valuation the other day. It then closed under $2 trillion. Losers at $1.97 trillion. (laughs) Uh, uh, NVIDIA has seen its shares skyrocket in the past year as a prominent player in the artificial intelligence boom. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, They added a record $277 a billion dollars to its market capitalization last week alone i mean you think about this company uh making you know because of ai Uh, coca-cola is uh worth like 264 billion and so nvidia right now is currently the third largest u.s company behind microsoft which is a three trillion dollar company uh $3.05 trillion. And Apple, which is $2.82 trillion. And Apple uh, fluctuates uh, going over $3 trillion and below $3 trillion. So does Microsoft. They all fluctuate from time to time depending on, uh, you know, investors. But NVIDIA is now a player in the game at uh, fluctuating over $2 trillion and under $2 trillion. So, congratulations to NVIDIA and all their AI valuation. Who died today? Who died today? A lot of lords and kings and lords are leaping uh <laughs> oh, it's sad i'm sorry i don't mean to be making light of death uh, lord jacob rothschild the financier uh dies at the age of 87 lord jacob 
Rothschild uh, is dead. The philanthropist and head of the renowned Rothschild Empire, dead at the age of 87. Now, his family said that he was a towering presence, and he left the family banking industry to go into his own banking industry. And he, his estimated fortune is, I don't know, 825 million euros or whatever it is. Uh, you know, he's given, he's was a philanthropist, given all kinds of money to Jewish causes around the world. Uh, he started uh, his career in the family bank, and then, you know what, I gotta move on. You know what, I gotta, I gotta start my own bank. <laughs> I don't need you people, okay? I need to, I need to do my own thing. So he was married more than 50 years to Serena, who died in 2019. Uh, they have four children. And uh, the foundation confirmed that uh, Lord Rothschild's daughter, Hannah, would succeed him as chair of the charity. And I'm sure the rest of the money is all locked up in trusts and special funds for all the kids. So they're having a special Jewish ceremony with uh, it's a small you know family ceremony. And I guess there will be a memorial later to celebrate his life. So there was no cause given to why Lord Jacob Rothschild died. Uh, no cause. So we just know that he died at the age of 87. It couldn't have been that. I don't know why you're looking at me like that. It couldn't have been that because if it was that, they would have said that. So just know that Lord Jacob Rothschild uh, is dead, rest in peace, at the age of 87. I know a lot of people don't want him to rest in peace, but, you know, the man is dead. So, so they're having a special memorial later, like they usually do. I see where Prince William uh, pulled out of the Godfather's memorial uh, due to a personal matter. He doesn't go to the Godfather's memorial because the Godfather died, I don't know, last year. So, I mean, he was the former king of Greece and he died at the age of 82 last year. And that was because of that. Uh, it said in the story that he had contracted coronavirus for a second time which appeared to have significantly worsened his condition. And he was hospitalized with pneumonia the previous month. So it was definitely, uh, it was definitely that uh, that killed him. <laughs> but he died, uh, you know, a while ago. So they're having some kind of special memorial for him. And Prince William, who is, you know, that was his godfather. Yeah, I, you know, I wanted to go, but uh, I just... I just can't. And this remembrance is at Windsor Castle. Not like he has to travel far. I know the wife is uh, still recuperating after abdominal surgery. Man, she had some work done. Uh, she had some serious work done. It's taken her quite a while to recuperate. So she must have uh, had her innards taken out so she could no longer have children. That had to have been it. No, I'm not having any more of your kids. Okay. You can go. Every time I'm pregnant, you go take carry your girlfriend so i'm not having that anymore <laughs> and you've got king uh you know he's battling cancer and you got i guess camilla is gonna lead the gathering to honor the last greek monarch at saint george chapel that's gonna go over well to have and this story calls her queen camilla i'm not doing that Okay, I'm not doing that. And by the way, when I say Queen Camilla, I expect to hear... There, that's better. I can't, I apologize. We can't be talking about Queen Camilla without that. I mean, we just can't.
can't. So, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know if Charles is going to be there either. I mean, I guess Charles and William's not going to show up. I mean, Charles was buds with him, and they, that's he was his first cousin, and he was godfather to William, like I said. So it's really, that's kind of a weird thing happening there uh, in, the, uh, in the royal family over this guy. I'm not quite sure I understand what's going on but they're you know they're still having a still having a thing for him at st george's cathedral only they're letting uh, what's her face camilla there you go take care of it i mean that right there is uh, the same as the gunshot for dingleberry and his trial anytime i mean when we hear when we hear her name, we have to hear the horse. And when we hear his name, we have to hear the gunshot or the gun cocking. That's just the rules of the show. I see where uh, Law and Crime Network, uh, at Law and Crime Network on X, uh, is looking for America's greatest detective. And you can submit your nominations now. I'm guessing, uh, listening to this uh promotion from i think her name is jeanette levy she doesn't mean the greatest detective on television she's talking about you know actual detectives hey everyone i'm Anne jeanette levy and i'm so excited to share with you oh, all wait. that we okay are- sorry it's Anne jeanette levy it wasn't just jeanette levy apologize Hey everyone, I'm Anjanette Levy and I'm so excited to share with you all that we are looking for America's Greatest Detective. Awesome. You all know, based on all of the stories that we cover, that there are so many hardworking people in law enforcement right? and behind the scenes working to help solve crimes. From sergeants to deputies to lab techs and genealogists, so much work goes into getting justice. So we want to hear from you. Do you know someone who does brilliant law enforcement work? has solved a groundbreaking case or done something amazing in the true crime or forensic space. Submit their name to us and nominate them to be America's greatest detective. Nominees will be flown to CrimeCon this year in nice. Nashville Crime and have Con. an exciting opportunity to be featured as an honored guest and an expert during the event. Oh. For those of you who don't know, CrimeCon is absolutely amazing. It's the world's largest event for true crime consumers, crime experts, and professionals. America's Greatest Detective will be named at the Clue Awards at CrimeCon on June 1st. You can submit your nominations by clicking on the link below us in our bio oh, on yeah, our yeah, website. Yeah. And we've made it really easy for you to do it. We can't wait to see who you nominate. And as always, I bet. thanks for watching. Law. Oh, I cut her off. Sorry. Uh, it's the Law and Crime Network. Yeah, no problem, Anjanette. So CrimeCon, June 1st. I might have to talk to someone about CrimeCon. I don't know if they let the podcasters in, uh, you know, at the at CrimeCon, or if it's just completely, hey, if you're not a if you're not a real detective, get out. But if you uh, I didn't say that you get a plaque or anything, they just bring you in and I bring you up on stage and say you're a detective expert, but you have a shot. So if you or someone you love is uh, is the greatest detective, the best detective, America's America's greatest detective, you could win the award from Law and Crime Network at CrimeCon. So CrimeCon is June 1st in Nashville. And I heard June 1st and that made me think of 
my daughter, whose birthday is June 1st. It's also the first day of hurricane season. But then that made me uh, remember that today is my son's birthday. My youngest son, Maximus, who is a co-host on Talking Walking Dead. Uh, it's his birthday today. Amazing. He's 22. 22. He is such an amazing man. Uh, boy. Kid man whatever you want to call him uh i just you know he's one of the he's a monk he was born a monk he's gonna die a monk he's just a, he was he's just a monk he's one of the nicest people i know and uh, one of the smartest people i know so uh just wish you know maximus a happy birthday uh 22 years old and uh, co-host of Talking Walking Dead the new Talking Walking Dead is out by the way the Rick and Michonne show the ones who live and you can listen to the podcast uh, talking walking dead to get our recap but uh, we're hoping that it uh, remains as you know good as it was and hoping for better so that's a brief recap of talking walking dead (laughs) anyway happy birthday uh to my son maximus and uh i love you and uh my gosh, I can't believe that it's been 22 years. It seems like only yesterday you were being born in St. Petersburg, Florida in the morning, and then I had to get to work. So it just seems like yesterday that was happening. <laughs> yeah, he's here, and uh, it's all good. And you both are going to be sleeping. Yeah, I got to go to work. We'll talk to you later. That went over well, but what are you going to do? I mean, I went to work. So those of you that were concerned that uh, Yosoko Ozeki uh, took the apnea ice diving world record away from Valentina Cafola, uh, you don't have to worry anymore because Valentina took it back. She was pissed. <laughs> and she couldn't put up with it. So she took it back. She won the. She took back her world record of apnea ice diving. 140 meters that's 459 feet with a single fin and without oxygen for assistance uh she got it back so congratulations to valentina cafola for taking the world record of apnea ice diving back from uh yasako ozeki who thought uh, she was the world record holder. Nope, not for long. You had it for 36 hours, and then it belongs to me again. So go dive somewhere else. All right, I'll leave you with a couple of of wife jokes today, okay? I'll leave you with a couple of wife jokes. Every woman has at least one challenge in life. She's either married to it or gives birth to it. Ha, ha, ha. And then uh, I walked in the house and my wife was screaming at the TV. Don't go in the church, you stupid girl. I asked, what the heck are you watching? Oh, our wedding video. (laughs) All right, I'm out. and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.